0: The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. Designed for you, the California Sportsman. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse, Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, Lawrence Electronics, and... And the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Sep Hendrickson. No, oh,
1: no. What we needed, what we needed was a recording of I'm
0: sick. I'm very,
1: very sick. I'm the sickest I've ever been from our old buddy Sepp. Apparently. Apparently, he got the supersized version of the boat show crud. Uh, never been so sick in his life is what he's told me. And unfortunately, so is poor Marilyn. So she probably doesn't have time to be sick because if you know, she has to take care of Sep because he's the sickest he's anybody in the world's ever been right now. So poor Sep. We hope he's feeling better. And we know hopefully the NyQuil has him knocked out and he doesn't hear us talking bad about him. It was all J-Mar's idea, so... Anyway, Kim Brad live in studio, covering for a recovering Sep. Hopefully by next week, we'll see. him, But he's probably going to have to take next week off to recover from being so sick for the last couple of weeks. A tough one. Uh, the good part is, is last week he was in studio not feeling so well. We avoided it, we being me, because our old buddy Mike Gravert, not so lucky. Apparently, when he wasn't looking, Sep took a drink out of his coffee mug. Graver couldn't even call in this week. He hadn't been out of bed all week long, but he does have a voodoo doll that looks a lot like Seth that he's punching needles into. So, oh man, so much going on. We're going to, we're duck season is wrapped up. Ended on Friday. What is that about? Uh Duck season all wrapped up. We're going to be talking to Casey Stafford. Uh Whether you're thinking about, you know what? I got to get a new duck club because this year was terrible. Uh Or, you know what? Uh I'm I'm going to stick it out and one more year Casey's going to tell you what to what to think about before you jump into a new duck club or what to look for if you're looking for a new and always fun to check in with him it's decoy picking it up day uh up there as well so that part's going to be a lot of fun we're going to be talking to A.V. Klein this week from the uh congressional uh um I'm drew blank there, but uh going to be checking in with us and uh, telling us what's going on. So much happening out there uh, right now. We're going to be talking to the Stafford Kids all about next weekend's youth waterfowl hunt. I don't know if Kate's checking in or Quinn's checking in, but we're going to definitely be talking uh, to them. Jim uh, Sechow is going to be checking in. Where are the crappie? Clear Lake, Barryessa, where are they at? And if you've been following along with our old friend, the rod father, Alan Fong, uh he has found the big stripers. You should have been paying attention to him uh, during his seminar on the tank, the ISC show, cause what he told you is exactly what he's doing. I'm not sure how much he's going to give up this week, but, uh, we're going to be talking to Alan, checking in with him. Mike Ogney will have, uh, all the information from, uh, the bay, the coastal rivers what's going on. Not a lot of rain. So, uh, we're, uh, we're just kind of waiting to see what's going on. Not a whole lot going out in Bodega Bay right now, but, uh, there's definitely still, uh, filling up the crab pots. We're going to be checking in with the, uh, with the skipper. Of uh, the real magic. Our buddy Merlin Kolb joins us uh, all the way from Bodega Bay. Good morning, buddy.
2: Hey, good morning, Kent. Greetings from beautiful Bodega Bay.
1: Is it, uh, is it beautiful over there this morning?
2: Man, it's beautiful over here every morning. Uh, can't wait to get going this morning. Got a great trip planned for today.
1: Yeah, you've got a, you've got a small party, four folks, but they're going to go out and, uh, try to, try to fill up the crab pots.
2: Yeah, well, that party grew a little bit. Everybody's got Super Bowl on their mind. We got two more that added yesterday afternoon, so everybody we're going to go out
1: and see if we everybody needs fresh crab for the Super Bowl party.
2: Yeah, we're going to go out and see if we can find any crabbies with a with a number ten on them or a number fifteen for Mahomes on them um, <laughs> out there today in uh, Bodega Bay.
1: Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be fun. Got a lot got a lot going on. Everybody's excited for uh, for tomorrow's big game. Obviously, Northern California gets to be a little more exciting uh because of the 49ers being in it so that's uh i think uh if you you know if you're not a big football fan tomorrow afternoon will be a great day to be fishing cuz there won't be a lot of folks at the lake that's a good thing
2: yeah you know what well, one thing that makes it really special around here is that uh we've got a a fisherman that calls Bodega Bay his home and he's the last niner in this neck of the woods that uh won the super bowl the last four Super Bowls with the 49ers. George Seifert yeah. is one of our people who live out here and, uh, fish and, and he's a good friend of ours and a good friend of, of real magic sport fishings. And we're all excited for him.
1: Exactly. And I know he's been, uh, he's been a very active angler for, uh, forever. I mean, back the, to the San Mateo, uh, sports show days, we used to see him, uh, see him wander through and, uh, uh, along with, uh, you know, and, and we don't, we don't want to derail the bodega, bodega Bay talk much, but, uh, along with our, with our good buddy, uh, from Sacramento, Dusty Baker, who they just announced will be the uh, manager of the Houston Astros next year. So that's going to tap into Dusty's fishing time too. So, uh, always, uh, always fun to see those guys when, uh, when you get to run into them, they're, uh, Uh, very avid outdoorsman. So um, crab is about all you got in store at Bodega Bay right now. But uh, you guys are definitely gearing up for for a a big spring.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, Well, you know, for people that are willing to put their time in, the sand dabs are uh, pretty productive as well. We get some really nice large sand dabs with a bonus petroli sole. We got some Whales that are moving in and out of the area, some gray whales have been kind of traveling through, so it's always a bonus to see those. And uh, guess what I've been seeing? Guess what I saw last trip out there, Kent? What's that? I'm, I found some anchovies that are schooling up and, and getting ate by birds and whales. You know, You know what that tells me? That's a good time. Something is pushing those anchovies <laughs> up. I think the salmon are out here knocking on our door already. Already this early, huh? Yeah, I think they're here, telling us that uh, that they're happy to see us. You don't
1: think they're late, do you? <laughs> You're calling them early. Maybe they're late.
2: I don't know. I think this is early for our early spring run. Yeah, uh, you know, a long time ago, I used to come over here and catch them with my dad in uh, January, February.
1: Right, right. So when will you guys uh, when will you guys be able to start focusing on that?
2: Well, we start to get the quivers around April because that's when they start talking like they're gonna maybe have a meeting or whatever. Right. Um, so we get all excited around here um, when it gets close to salmon season. We love chasing those king salmon.
1: Well, you know, a lot of our friends are done waterfowl hunting and uh, and they're not uh, they're not too sure uh, what uh, what their next adventures are gonna be. How much longer can they uh, get a hold of you guys? Climb on board the real magic and uh, and do the crab deal.
2: Well, we still have time here available in February. We've got all of March. The crabbing is good. You know, a lot of the commercial guys have pulled their gear; it's just too much work for them. But there's plenty of nice, beautiful Bodega, Bodega Bay Dungeons out there waiting for us. The crab are in good shape. They the fish have not. The crabs have not started their clutch yet or their molt. Right. But the the the, sh- the shells are hard. I don't know where they're getting this acidification. You know, hurting the shells of the crabs because I don't see it. Yeah, they 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 hurt my teeth when I try to bite them. <laughs> well, I
1: will tell you what the uh, the crabs that found their way over to the ISE show from the real magic, there was not a thing wrong with those. I'll let you know that for sure. They uh, you uh, you guys uh, you guys hooked us up pretty well for uh, the ISE show, and uh, and obviously there was nothing wrong with those crabs that you brought over, buddy.
2: Yeah. All righty. Well, I, I really appreciate you giving us a chance to call in, and I'm sorry to hear about old Sep and Mike. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I wasn't in the studio last week.
1: Yeah, I I don't know if Michael ever come back in the studio. I'm not real sure where, you know, as of last week he said uh, he said that he uh he had a bounty out on on Sep. So I'm not sure how much the bounty was for, but I know he has a bounty out for him. Just for spreading right. it around. Merlocop guys, get uh, get in touch. Real Magic, where's the best place to find you guys at?
2: Uh your listeners can find us on the web at com. They can find us on the telephone at seven zero seven eight seven five boat And on Instagram and Facebook at Real Magic Captain. Real Magic
1: Captain, pretty easy place to find him uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Get over to Bodega Bay. It's a great time of year to uh, go over and enjoy Bodega Bay. Buddy, we'll talk soon.
2: All right, have a great show.
1: Ah, uh, Take care. Always fun to hook up. Uh, with Merlin and, uh, if you, if you're looking for an opportunity to get out and get some crab, uh, that's the place to do it. So, uh, they've got a, uh, they've got everything right there at, uh, at Bodega Bay and, uh, Merlin and the crew can take care of you while you're, uh, while you're over there, uh, hanging out, having lunch. They can probably take care of your crab for you too. Stick around guys. We're going to try to, uh, hook up. We're going to find out just a whole recap of duck season, uh, with our buddy Casey Stafford. He's calling in now.
3: Whether chasing salmon or steelhead in rivers, kings along the coast, tossing baits for bass, or trolling for trout in a favorite lake, the Hot Sheet keeps you on top of the action. The USAFishing.com Hot Sheet contains a roundup of hot fishing opportunities in NorCal. Plan trips in confidence, get weather summaries, marine Marine forecasts, forecasts. and accurate reports full of helpful tips, tactics, and GPS coordinates from top guides and captains. It's today's information today. Get a free trial or subscribe at USAFishing.com.
4: Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more
0: fish. Outdoor Adventures, the exclusive guide service for the Calusa Indian community and Calusa Casino Resort, offers full-service fishing and hunting trips for waterfowl, big game, upland game birds, and exciting sport fishing trips. Managed by Casey and Regina Stafford, Outdoor Adventures offers close-to-home, action-packed, guided trips in the North Valley. At Outdoor Adventures, you're always priority one. Whether you're at the 5,000-acre Premier Duck Club, stalking wild hogs, or shooting dove, turkey, or pheasant on private ranches, the professional and experienced team at Outdoor Adventures offers the best of the outdoors. Call now to book your adventure, 530-458-8730. Outdoor Adventures, and Calusa Casino Resort, where the fun never stops. Providing deluxe accommodations, enjoyable entertainment, exceptional dining choices, and fantastic hunting and fishing opportunities. Check them out on the web at hunt-fish-game.com. That's hunt-fish-game.com.
1: And now, more
5: California sportsmen with
1: Seth Hendrickson. Hey guys, Seth out, uh, out on a sick day today. Uh, he and Marilyn both got a little bit of the crud, but, uh, hopefully they're getting better. Kept Brown live in studio. I can't believe, man, just, uh, it seems like just a week or so ago, we were talking about duck season opening. Uh, and yesterday is the sunset. It brought duck season to a close. Well, for the most part anyway. And, uh, thought, but who better to give us a recap of, uh, of duck season? Some of the things to, to uh to look for our old buddy from outdoor adventures casey stafford. Uh, duck season's over, you can have a life.
6: No, not yet, buddy. <laughs> I still got a lot of decoys to pick up and blinds to clean up, but we're getting there.
1: Are you taking volunteers if anybody says, boy, that sounds yeah, like well, fun. It, 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 it,
6: they can are more than Welcome to come on out if they want a good workout. Come
1: on up to to Calusa, bring your waders. Cause you got, I mean, how much fun does that sound? Walking around a flooded rice field in the mud, uh, picking up decoys. That sounds like a big time.
6: It's it's awesome. It really is.
1: (laughs) It is. It is absolutely without a doubt the worst part of duck season.
6: Oh, hands out. Yeah. When the season starts, everyone's excited to get their decoys out. Yeah, when can there we put them out?
1: Go. Yeah, yeah. And then
6: comes the end and it's like, yeah.
7: <laughs>
1: yeah, not so much fun. Hey man, um, yeah. a lot of elements to duck season this year that, uh, that kind of made up the whole pie. It was, uh, uh, you know, a lot of guys talking about a pretty good season, a lot of guys talking about their bird counts down, a lot of guys not taking into consideration. You got one sprig. So you know that was that was taking four birds a trip for a lot of the valley clubs. That takes four birds a trip right off the uh, right off the duck strap.
6: Oh yeah, absolutely. It it definitely hurts not having another sprig. And I, you know, after sitting in the blind every single year at the end of every year, I just shake my head and wonder why. Um, I understand our flyways, you know, has the bulk of the pintail, and that's why we're punished. But right. I think we we need to make an adjustment somewhere because, you know, we're putting so much pressure on the other ducks. I don't know if anyone's taking that into account, but we're shooting a lot more spoonies and teal and stuff like that up here because you have to, you know. You, you, you right. can't shoot that extra second sprig or third sprig. I mean, honestly, you look at those birds all season long and it's, was the same all season long. The first 10 minutes we had our sprig and we sat and watched the show as far as sprig goes for the rest of the rest of the hunt, you know. I, I I easily think we could be shooting two or three of them and not hurt
1: anything. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and especially if you especially if you make uh you know one hind. And I know that's a I know that you know guys are like, "Oh, it's too hard to pick them out." And with sprig it's really not that hard. Um, if you know, I mean, if you if you limit the number of, numbers of hens you can shoot, that might help. That might help us get that extra bird for sure.
7: You no, know, it, it would
6: help. I mean, it, it's just, and you know, we need to just change with the times. I mean, there was you know years it wasn't that long ago when a guy could still shoot seven 50.
1: Yeah, no, I wow. remember. I remember my oldest brother being so mad at me because I messed up the picture and shot a hen because <laughs> yeah, we were no, going to we, have a, we were going to have, you know, 14 bull sprig and I screwed it up. So yeah. 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 He was a little uh, picky I, I about think, those
6: things. I think it just needs to be taken into consideration. I know they're talking about
1: trying to do something. I
6: don't I mean, It just seems to me, everybody says, well, we're the only flyway with Pentel. Well, that's fine. What about the other flyways where all they have is mallards?
1: Right. It, no, so exactly. let, let's, let's,
6: let's, let's punish them. And let them shoot one mallard all season. And I bet we can all come to agreement the next
1: year. Exactly right. Well, this is the time of year, Casey, that, uh, guys start thinking maybe the grass is greener on the other side. I need to look for a new club. I need to look for a new blind. Uh, and then there's those guys out there that are getting, that are out looking at new blinds, uh, that might not be seeing the real picture of what things are. Um, In February, it's a lot different when that guy goes, look at all the ducks that are out here. Uh, Sometimes it's a little bit different than what it actually is during duck season.
6: Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a lot of guys I think have had tough seasons the last two, three, four years. I know we have. I mean, we're fortunate enough to have enough ground to move around. Um, But if if you're in a blind that historically has done good for you, I wouldn't base anything off of season or the last season but who knows maybe this is a new norm maybe the ducks aren't going to migrate until late right right i don't know i, I would definitely if you're in a blind that's shoot, shooting in a shot in the past i mean i would probably stick with it there's a lot of things changing the way these birds come down the valley now The the flyways are shifting there's a lot of trees going in yeah but it changes every single year i mean i got a blind that last year did 350 birds in the last 40 days of the season, and this year it killed a total of 50 birds, one of my guidelines. And that's just the way it is. I'm not going to give it up next year. Yeah. yeah. I'll keep it. And I, I think the key, honestly, I had a guy a couple of days ago call me. He says, I don't want the best blind you have. I said, I don't think you want the best blind I have. I said, my suggestion would be, you know, and the guy told me, he says, I've got 20 grand. I'll spend on the best blind you have. I said, why don't you find one more buddy? And rent three blinds. That way, you can move with the birds. <laughs> I, I think that's honestly that is the the key to it right now. To, uh, shooting birds almost every day is we can chase them. I mean, I have six guide blinds that are scattered all over in different spots, and I can chase them from just above Calusa all the way down to Nice
1: Landing. Right, right. Casey, what about that guy that maybe maybe that you know that whole putting out, picking up decoys, dressing blinds, all that other fun stuff um, isn't that attractive to him? What about that? What about that guy that just says, you know what, for what I'll spend on a duck club or, or a blind I'm hunting, you know, I'm hunting six, seven, eight, ten 10 days a year. I'll book, I'll book guide trips. Does that, that's does that ba- work that's... out? I think
6: so. I mean, that, if you look at it from a hunter's perspective, basically, if you book, I was just talking to some people the other day, we charged 300 a gun. They pay eight thousand for their rice blind, so the the pair of them, that's six hundred bucks a day. They could get thirteen hunts in. Yeah. With our guide service, and probably gonna kill more ducks. Honestly, the people I was talking with, they weren't the best duck hunters, um, no. and they have limited time. So if you have limited time, I mean, put it on the calendar and let's go for it. I, I think that's probably a better option. If you're only gonna use your blind. Six, eight, ten times a season. I, I wouldn't think there's probably a reason to rent a duck blind. I would just do guided hunts and
1: let Casey but pick lot, up the decoys.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, then they got six different blinds basically that they're a member of. If you want to look at it that way, I mean they're not going to go without us. But we have six or seven options right. of where we're going to hunt each and every day.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's so, a that's a that's a great way to look at it. And and I think maybe uh, a lot of duck hunters really don't look at all of their options. Um, you know, when they're starting to to make plans for the next season, and unfortunately, if you if you want a good blind or you want to keep a good blind, you got to make that decision probably this last month.
6: Yeah, yeah, the times now. I mean, we're right. taking all our deposits from current members; they're due by the first week of February, and then I'm going to start showing blinds, and we'll be hopefully sold and done with them within. By the end of February.
1: Well, if uh, if somebody's maybe interested in seeing what you're going to have come available, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you?
6: Uh, they can find us on the web at hunt fish game dot com, or you can give me a call on my cell phone at five three zero six eight two three one seven six.
1: Great advice from Casey Stafford. Outdoor adventures, and uh, you know we we say duck season's over. It's it's really not over uh, because the youth hunt is next Saturday and Sunday, and uh, I know we're going to be talking to, to one of your kids, I think, a little bit later, filling in, uh, for Regina in her segment, um, in her live long in the outdoor segment. But, um, we still have the youth hunt next weekend as well, uh, Saturday and Sunday, right?
6: Absolutely. You got the youth hunt and you also got the late goose season.
1: And, and the one thing we have to really stress to everybody is it is the late goose season, but that's only for white geese, snow geese, you know, ross geese, whatever. And and white fronted geese, speckle bell geese, geese, uh, you can't shoot honkers in that late season.
6: Yeah, no honkers, and you got to be careful where you're at because the closure is still in effect. Anywhere inside the white front or the white fronted goose closure, you cannot shoot
1: speck. Right, only, only snows. Only snows. So you guys have to make sure you're doing that. Uh, and then you know, gosh darn it, they threw another curveball at us. Where in the past during the youth hunt. Dads and uncles and adults couldn't have a gun in the blind. Now they can because they coincide with each other. The late season goose hunt and the duck hunt kind of coincide. That's kind of a mess. But um, yeah,
6: I, I'm I'm not a real big fan of that. I think this uh, the weekend should be just for the kids. I mean, I really wish they would have let the kids hunt. They ate the ninth and then started that late goose on the tenth.
1: But. Yeah. Yeah. I don't make the rules. No, a little bit of a, little bit of a mess. Casey Stafford, guys, I got nothing to do today. Call that cell phone number he gave. He would be more than happy to have you come out. He'll show you exactly how to group the decoys together and, uh, and. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Uh, hey, don't, don't wait for me. Okay. You're not coming. Uh, uh. No. I, I figured you could be up there by 9 or so. I probably could. <laughs> on my way to I'll Clear Lake, maybe. <laughs> I'll
6: have the first blind done by then. You, you only get to help on the last four.
1: Oh, perfect. Uh, that sounds like fun. Outdoor Adventure, guys. hunt fish com or buddy Casey Stafford. Buddy, we'll talk soon. All right, man. All right. Later. See ya. Always fun to hook up with Casey. And uh, great advice if you're thinking a duck club is in your future or a duck blind or uh, guided hunt. Do I, do I get rid of my old blind? Do I keep my new blind? Maybe, maybe you've been thrown out of a duck club already and you need a new one. So quit skyscraping. Uh, stick around guys. We're coming back.
0: Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com.
3: Morantz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. And light years ahead of the competition, Morantz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are back by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Loran's Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Loran's products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep-water performance.
8: Loran's has it all.
3: Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is, is your heavy, heavy gauge, gauge aluminum, aluminum boat, boat headquarters. headquarters, featuring the full line of Kingfisher boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, fresh water lakes or river fishing and godfish and marines trained cell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories kingfisher's clean lines classy paint choices stainless accents diamond plating stylish interiors and storage all out to the highest quality boat on the market today learn more at godfish and marine and dixon gfmarine.com or Kingfisher kingfisherboats.com
0: The International Sportsman's Expo wants to do more, not just during the Sacramento Expo, but all year round, to highlight your outdoor resources and heritage. As a partner, ISE chose the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation, a nonprofit based in Washington, D.C., whose mission is to protect and advance hunting, angling, recreational shooting, and trapping. The Western States Coordinator, Avine Klein, is based in Sacramento, and monthly, she and other experts provide California sportsman listeners with info to keep you in the loop. Hey guys, joining us this
1: morning, uh, I think she said she was gonna be hunting, fishing. That's all she ever does every weekend. Avian Klein, what, what are you doing today? Are you hunting?
9: Hey, good morning, Ken. No, I'm, uh, down here at the Delta gearing up for a, a day of bass fishing with my dad.
1: A day of bass fishing with your dad. I never know where you're gonna be. I never know if you're, if you're, if you're, uh, you know, if you're over, uh, you know, chasing upland. Obviously you're not hunting ducks today, but, uh, you know where I never know where
9: you're gonna be. Well, you know, some days I don't know either, but I will be out at Hastings Island tomorrow uh, with Pheasants Forever doing it, their women's R three hunt. So, looking forward to that as well.
1: That's awesome. Um, a lot going on, and uh, and obviously uh, we're winning some, we're losing some.
9: Yeah, you know, I thought we could look at what's what's going on. What's the first couple weeks of the California Legislature looking like for sportsmen? and um, kind of give you some, some high-level, some highlights, some good, some bad, and, and fill out the listeners in on what's going on in that building in Sacramento.
1: Well, what do we got?
9: So for our firearms bills, I thought I'd start with a highlight. Um, there's a, there was a bill that carried over from last session that would have put an extra excise tax on our firearms and ammunition. It was going to be a pretty hefty tag. And the sportsman's community was actually able to defeat that early in this carryover session. So thankful for all our uh, pro firearms groups here in California fighting that fight for our, our hunters and anglers.
1: Well, and they, they all have to be together on those to win. That's the problem. I mean, that's it's so often that uh, the, the groups don't work together on
9: things. Yeah, absolutely. And we, you know, we've seen that. And um, the sportsman's community, I think, is doing a really great job realizing that and, and coming together and working together. And we can use that momentum to look at some other firearms bills. Uh, this one is similar to a bill we saw last year, which was successful, but there's another legislative ban on firearm and ammo cells at the Cow Palace this time, which as you know, is is a, a familiar place for sportsmen, but they're looking at you know banning any gun shows that go through there. So, we are actively monitoring that bill, and, and we'll do our best to make sure that you know, that's not a limitation imposed by the by the legislature.
1: Well, and that's that one has that one has resurfaced many times. I mean that uh, uh, they they have not given up trying to get gun shows um, banned from the Cow Palace. That that one's uh, uh, that one reoccurs pretty regularly.
9: Yeah, it's a, it's a frustrating fight, and um, we're continuing to fight it. And, and we've got a another bill, which is a good thing. We're seeing great things coming out of surprisingly out of the legislature, and um, actually, one of our sportsmen's caucus co-chairs, he's carrying the um, a Senate bill that would clarify some um, firearm prohibitions for prohibited people, and clarifying that you've got to know if you have any type of you know warrant out there for you that. Uh, you know, you actually have to know that that's out there before you can have your firearms rights restricted. So uh, we're thankful for some proactive, sensible gun legislation coming out of California.
1: It doesn't happen very often, does it? <laughs> <laughs> no. doesn't happen and, very you know,
9: often. Out of our, you know, carrying over to our fishing, we've got other, you know, great stuff coming out there. And um one being a kind of expansion on the existing ocean resources enhancement and hatchery program. As you know, in fishing, hatchery can be a hot topic. Um, but what this bill is seeking to do is uh, kind of expand the look on uh, recreational sport fish or fish that are important to recreational and sport fishing uh, uh, people in the in the ocean. So we're looking at expanding that, having an advisory council put in to have a little bit more accountability and make sure that our sport fishing community out there on the coast are, are well represented.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Well, I know you, uh, I know you are busy because you, uh, they're they're pulling you in a lot of different directions. I know we're going to be talking to James Stone a little bit later in the seven o'clock hour with some of the stuff that, uh, that he's been, uh, working with with the norcal guys and sportsman's association as well so we're trying to keep everybody informed and uh, it's cool that the international sportsman's expo doesn't just roll into town once a, once a year and leave they uh, they wanted to make sure that uh, they kept everybody up to date with what uh, is going on and uh, and it's uh, always good to uh, get to hang out with you so uh, what area of the delta are you going to go fish
9: we are, you know, we're going to be just down here uh, fishing off the dock uh, just outside Ileton. So if uh, folks are out on the water, uh, swing by. We'll be we'll be fishing out the dock on the Sacramento Channel just uh, just below the Ileton Bridge.
1: Seeing if you can catch a striper, right?
9: That's right. And, you know, our last piece where we're waiting on for that, that legislation is always holding our breath. Yes. For that 365-day sport fishing license. Where, we're, hope, we're hopeful that the department's working with us any day now.
1: Well, where can uh, where can folks kind of keep up to uh, up to date with what you have going on?
9: As always, they can check us out on the CongressionalSportsmen.org, our website, and register for our Sportsmen's Voice weekly updates. As well as they can find the Congressional Sportsmen's Foundation on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You
1: got it, Amy and Klein, guys. Uh, always appreciate you hanging out with us. And sounds like you got a pretty busy weekend planned.
9: Yeah. Thanks, Kent. You got that it should be a fun
1: one. All right guys. A B Klein, always fun to uh to talk with her and see what's going on. Where
0: are we headed now? This Congressional Sportsman's Foundation update is brought to you by the International Sportsman's Expo. Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady who knows her way around hunting, fishing, and conservation will motivate you to live long in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women take part in our outdoor traditions, becoming skilled sportsmen, helping to lead the way for their families. And now, here's Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors.
1: I think we, uh, I think we sent Regina the happiest place on earth, which is probably not picking up decoys. Uh, nah, she's, uh, she's taking the weekend off, but we have a very capable, uh, fill-in for us is, uh, is her lovely daughter, Quinn. And, uh, Quinn Stafford joins us this morning to talk a little bit about the, the, uh, youth waterfowl hunt coming up next weekend. Good morning, Quinn. Good morning, Kat. How are you? Good. You know, I put a, when your dad said one of the kids is going to call in for Regina, I requested you. Well,
10: of course. I'm the
1: best. I, you know what? And that's what I said. That's what I said. Hey, it's exciting, man. This is, I know you, you and your brother hunt all year long, but still look forward to the youth hunt and, uh, the end of season hunt where it's, uh, it's all about the kids.
10: Yeah, I really look forward to the junior hunt because it's a great way for me to really, like, because I'm a, not as experienced as Kate, so when we go with Kate and Mom, I, like, I don't know, I, like, get scared to, like, shoot and, like, because there's so much distractions or, like, I'm hunting with Dad and his 10 gauge is going off in my ear. Yeah. So it's a great way for me to just focus and shoot my gun and,
1: which, which uh, I guess. Which is good. So here's the deal. Here's what I want to talk about. Because, you know, everybody everybody, you know, know thinks that it's only boys hunt, and that's not the case. So I want a little advice for the girls out there, uh, because you do spend a lot of time and, and are pretty successful at it. So I want some advice to the girls to get them out, um, in the duck blind.
10: I just say like just go out. Even if the hunting isn't great, Yeah, it's just great to go out and experience the outdoors and sit in the duck blind and look at birds fly by even if they don't come in because it's just, a you get to watch the sunrise. I know that's something the girls would like to do.
1: Yeah.
10: And, yeah.
1: And I remember as a kid, I remember as a kid sitting uh, in a duck blind and, and like you said, I mean, they're not coming in. They're way too high to shoot at. Uh, but it's cool to just watch the flight after flight after flight of birds, uh, that go over the top of you. It's pretty cool. And, and, uh, and, and getting to pick out the different birds where, you know, that's a pintail, that's a widgeon. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's pretty cool to get to sit in the duck blind and see all that.
10: Yeah. It's really just an awesome experience to just sit in the blind and look at birds and learn how to identify them and know that. That's not a bird you can shoot and <laughs> that one is and that's a hen and that's a Drake and it's just it's just an awesome experience.
1: Exactly. Now you know, what about what about the youth that are afraid of the recoil of the gun?
10: Well, I'd say it's just a learning experience and it took me a while to learn like I went from a four ten to a twenty gauge and I was very scared of that and then i went from my old 20 gauge to a new 20 gauge and then it's just you have to do it and once you do it it's the most accomplishing feeling in the world like i just said that
1: yeah and and it's not so terrible and and you normally have you know enough clothes on to absorb some of that too don't you
10: yeah it's and if you get a gun that doesn't it's perfect for you and then you'll know you're confident with that gun and that you can do good with that
1: gun so next weekend the youth hunt uh in california kind of weird because it coincides with the late season goose hunt so it's not just the youth going to be uh, uh shooting in the blind but only the youth can shoot ducks uh the, the late season goose hunt for uh, snows and and specks uh, in In the areas that they 're open, uh the adults can shoot uh, geese, so it is a little bit confusing uh, but it 's a great opportunity guys to uh to get the youth into the blind If you know somebody who uh who may have a blind that uh that they 've had all year long uh might be a great opportunity to uh, touch bases with them and get uh get a youth into the uh into the blind with them uh They do have to have a a hunting license and if they 're over sixteen, they have to have a federal duck stamp still for that youth hunt, but it's a uh, uh, a great shoot, a great opportunity. You have to uh, take advantage of that. And uh, and Quinn, I hope your brother at least lets you take first shot next weekend. He better. He better. You know and what? The
10: youth are allowed to shoot their three specs. The youth in are, the closure.
1: That's right. The youth are allowed to shoot three specs in the closure. So that's cool. Well, you'll check in with us next weekend from the blind. You'll be out there, right? For sure. So you picking up decoys today
10: yeah sadly
1: really you uh you couldn't uh, you couldn't have went to disneyland with your mom huh
10: no all
1: right where where can they uh where can they find uh find you on the blog and uh get signed up for the t shirt of the month club and all that other fun stuff
10: you can find us at livelong dot com
1: you do such a much better job than your brother, I just want you to know okay
10: Thank you. My favorite
1: favorite Stafford kid, Quinn. I uh, always appreciate getting to hang out with you. I do like your brother, but I like to give him a hard time. Okay.
10: I do too.
1: All right. Quinn Stafford, Quinn, thanks. And, uh, get out there and pick those decoys up. Okay.
10: For sure. All right. Thank you,
1: Kat. See you, Quinn. Always fun to hook up with, uh, with the Stafford kids. And, uh, obviously, uh, a passion for the outdoors. So, youth hunt next Saturday and Sunday. Uh, going on throughout the balance of the state. Get your kids out there.
0: Live Long in the Outdoors with Regina Stafford is sponsored by Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon. They have everything hunters need for successful outings. Decoys, calls, clothing, ammo, and more. Including a full selection of Yeti products and Green Mountain grills. Preparing game after a successful trip is important. And Pacific Flyway Supplies has the area's largest selection of marinades, spices, smoker chips, and brines for perfect wild game meals. Outfit your entire family for their next adventure at Pacific Flyway Supplies, 1690 North Lincoln Street in Dixon, near Gone Fish and Marine and Rondou Pratt Ford. Call 707-474-8448 or check them out at PacificFlywaySupplies.com. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not, brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. The new Shimano Stratic FL Spinning Reels come in sizes from 1,000 for trout and panfish to the 5,000 for big saltwater action and every size in between. Increase your hookup rate with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system, designed to endure and conquer the hardest fighting fish. And with Shimano's Micro Module Gear 2, you'll experience a smooth and power transfer like never before all shimano products rods reels tackle and accessories are available at fisherman's warehouse mega stores in sacramento manteca and fairfield stop in and improve your fishing with shimano hey you're joining us this morning in the what's hot
1: what not segment this guy you if you didn't sit through his seminars at the ISE show you, uh, you missed out because he definitely told you how to do it. If you follow along on his social media, either he's catching some really big stripers or his photoshopping has improved. Joining us, the Rodfather, Alan Fong. <laughs> so what is it? Are you, uh, are you really catching fish <laughs> that big or, or are you just better at photoshopping than the rest of
11: us? Well, let me tell you, boy, my shoulders are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's terrible. No, what you a know guy. What I, at the ISD, um, when I was on the tank, I showed these people. How to make that lure stay still? Yeah, and I'm catching these monsters in
2: two feet of water.
11: I hit one with the trolling motor the other day, and it, when it took off, it looked like a battleship.
2: Oh my gosh!
1: So the the, are, the 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 stripers I saw you holding in those pictures to me looked like they were they were upper thirties, just uh, the forty pound range. What did, did I did I yeah, big the, eye
11: them? Yeah, the biggest one was t- hugging forty. Yeah. Um, I couldn't hardly pick it. When I went to grab it, because we don't use a net or anything, and I went to grab them, I had to have someone grab my shoulders and help me pull it in. <laughs> oh, it's
1: so, it's it's so terrible. Monster. It's so terrible when the, a, when the fish are so I big you a need couple help.
11: big ones, too. It's just crazy out there. You know, and I'm in so shallow water, I got stuck out there. It's
1: crazy. You gotta wait. And that's probably one of the deals that a lot of folks have to be careful of, is, uh, is knowing where they're running around in the Delta for sure.
12: Yeah,
11: you know all the flooded islands like Sherman, Liberty, Big yeah. Break. You know the track; they're all holding big fish right now. You just, I, I, it's hard to explain. But if you were in two feet of water, just thinking you're going to get out of there because you're going to think there's nothing in there. But that's where all those squawfish are. Right. They're up shallow and they're hiding. They want to get away. They don't get eaten. And those big guys are just cruising in there, smashing them.
1: Is that what they're eating? Is squawfish?
11: Yeah, they're chasing a squawfish, eating them things. So I'm using lures that are big, that are, you know, eight to 10 inches. And I use a lot of hitch colors, you know, something brownish. Right. Something so, looks like a squawfish. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, they hammer. That's it's awesome. Un- it's unreal to just explain on a slack line having a fish that big hit it. Yeah. And they hit it with authority.
1: well this uh this little run of warm weather we've had kind of has everybody thinking springs here we know it's not we know we're going to have more winter uh but uh but definitely getting folks out and uh and in the fishing mood i'm sure you guys have seen a an influx of folks wandering into Fisherman's warehouse oh yeah you know uh two
11: weeks ago it was 47 degrees it's now 53 wow so it's it's getting there. Right now, I've always said fifty-two is my prime time in winter for big stripers
1: on top water and big glad baits. Yeah, yeah. So it's time. And uh, and what else is going on around the area? What uh, what else should we be should we be aware and of? The local hot
11: stuff going on right now is the kings at Orville. It's just off the
1: hook. Really, nobody's talking about that one, are they?
11: No, they're not. But, you know, these guys are going out there, and there was a good customer at the store of the day, and they're at 1 o'clock. He said, caught 17 in, in Orville and was back at the shop at 1
1: o'clock. Not so bad. And Orville. you know, uh, I still say it's the most underrated lake in the state. It's just, you know, it's an hour away, and uh, folks, yep. folks just have a tendency to forget about Lake Orville, whether you're spotted bass fishing, chasing the kings. Uh you know there's there's still still some giant brown trout yeah. that live in and that they've lake They they've
11: been getting some kings in that 6 to 8 pounds range.
1: Wow. They those, look like a salmon coming out of a river. Yeah, those are beautiful fish and and uh, and obviously uh you know those fish were were planted uh several years ago in the lake but uh, oh, yeah. but that part that part's really cool. And the spillway launch ramp is reopened. Um. So launching and getting in and out, uh, at Lake Orville has uh is is much improved over what it has been the past couple of years.
11: Oh yeah. So hey, this Thursday, I'm doing a class at the warehouse seminar on how to use these glide baits and catch big stripers. Oh, so you are going to give it away, aren't you? I tried at the ISC show. Well, so I'm going to do one crowns. more. I'm going to do one more here, and.
1: Uh, you're going to do one more dogs. year? Is that what you said? One more year of the ISE on the tank? <laughs> you heard it here, guys. Alan, if... Alan's doing one My more year. Hurt. My <laughs> shoulder hurt. My shoulder hurts. I don't care. Your shoulder hurts because the fish you're catching are too big, buddy. Too big. Well, thir- i know, I'm too old. <laughs> Thursday night, Sacramento Folsom Boulevard, uh the Fisherman's Warehouse yep. Store. The, Alan will be talking how to catch these big stripers he's catching uh, and get you all tuned in on the glide bait. So this is one you're not going to want to miss out on. What time? Six? Six o'clock, as usual. Six o'clock, get down there. Don't show up at six fifteen and think you're going to get to sit in the front row because you're not. So uh, get (laughs) get down there a little bit early. Alan always packs the house. And, uh, this last week he did, uh, he did cooking and, uh, cooking and cleaning crappie. So I saw he had a pretty good crappie. Yeah, they went crazy eating that stuff. They loved it. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, (laughs) that's always, always a good thing. Well, he's the guy. Stop by and visit him. You can visit him at the Folsom Boulevard store. Uh, you can always, uh, always swing down and get everything you need. Manteca, Highway 120 and uh, the new store over in fairfield on north texas go. street always fun buddy i appreciate you waking okay. up and uh, keep posting them big fish pictures you're making everybody jealous nah i'm
11: not going to put no more on there
1: yeah you are every time you <laughs> it catch gets one me in trouble yeah you are every time you catch one i know how you are buddy i know how you are <laughs> all so, right hey at least i didn't say which boat to look for you in out there i know i saw which well, boat Well, it doesn't you were
11: matter in. i'm in different ones all the time i'm i'm in camouflage <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, cognito fong right there he's got it all squared there away you
13: go. buddy we'll talk all take right. care
1: pal always Bye. always fun to hook up with our old buddy alan fong and man he is i i guess it's not photoshop he is catching him that big his shoulder hurts so i think we better jump into uh a set of breaks and we can even have enough time to talk to mike ogney stick around guys
0: If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods to deep-sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores and Shimano have it all. Freshwater salmon, steelhead, and stripers, too. Check out EurekaFishing.net or call Tony Sepulveda now at 707-845-9588. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, Home annually to the huge costa's wild game feed where sportsmen from all over the west come together at the biggest wild game feed around check us out on the internet at manticatrailer.com or better yet stop by and take a look and with lowest price guaranteed on new units there's no need to look any further.
14: And we're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca!
15: If you spend more time telling the one-that-got-away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application stop in today or shop online at FishermansWarehouse.com.
3: Marantz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and
16: manufacturing.
15: And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS
3: mapping products are cutting-edge technology. And light years ahead of the competition, Morantz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 software. Sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance.
8: Lowrance has it all.
3: Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance, it's the perfect locator for you
17: now, now here's usa mike ogney with our saltwater bay and coastal report
1: hey joining us this morning we actually have time for him our old buddy mike ogney. what's going on michael hey good morning cat i'm the only How's i guess you it? i guess you and i are the only ones that uh are surviving
18: I think so. What from uh, from from ISE? Alan, you know, he sounds like he's beat up. Steps well, on on vacation well, again. Well, Alan's
1: problem is he's been catching stripers so big that his shoulders hurt. Oh, poor guy! Poor guy! <laughs> poor guy! Yeah, this is terrible. So it's a it's a repetitive injury. Well, I yeah, I think I, work. I offended him because I asked about Photoshop. Apparently, those stripers really are as big as they look in the pictures. So. Uh, you know how that goes. So, a- so what's going on with you, man? What do we got? Well, you know, the, uh, the coast has
18: been beautiful. The last few days we've had, uh, yesterday temps here were close to, they had to be close to 70 uh, degrees. We just got a lazy swell, uh, hardly any wind Rick powers was out yesterday. He got a dozen limits of uh, crabs in and out of the Harbor in about two and a half hours. Uh, my boat, the real magic, will be out today with uh, six guys, and uh, hopefully we do the exact same thing. Just kind of turn and burn. We're not. Uh, we've been offering sand dabs, but haven't had a lot of interest. Uh, but but we have found them, and we've been doing well on them when the people want to uh, go and do that. But most guys are there for the crab, and it's and, and they want to go.
1: Let's just get the crab and go. I don't want to catch sand dabs. So. I don't. I just want crab because they're way better yeah, than anything else. So.
18: Yeah. And then, you know, the sand dabs are out in deep water and, you know, we get a few Petrolli here and there on it and that makes it a little bit more, uh, exciting. patrolli actually fight a lot like a, uh, a, 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 lingcod. Um, but, uh, you, you need one over five pounds before you're going to really see a, a good wiggle on your, on your rod. But there are a few Petrolli around mixed in with the sand dabs yeah. and it's just been kind of a, uh, it's going to be a crab affair until the, the first of April, uh, when rock cod opens up and, uh, we get the final word on the uh, salmon season so far it, um some of the numbers are just starting to come out. I haven't seen all of them. I haven't seen the, the, jack counts, but I, I heard jack counts were up. So hopefully that means uh, we get our full season this coming year, but I hear some really weird numbers. Uh, supposedly there was a hundred thousand fish returned to the Southern river. It's like, the River had its worst season in years last year. Where did those one of those hundred thousand fish come? Yeah. Question mark. Question mark. Question
1: mark. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly <laughs> right. Hey man, what's the word? What's the word with not a lot of rain? What's the word coming from the coastal rivers? Well,
18: we actually had a lot of rain up on the north coast. We're kind of you know we unless you're looking at the weather. And it's funny that you even asked us because I was talking to a, a buddy yesterday going, oh, yeah, He's low and clear. He's all, are you kidding? The eel's just going to be coming in probably on Monday, and it should be great. <laughs> we it's have, like,
1: we're all living in a bubble down here in the valleys, what exactly? Happens. So it, there's been rain up on the north
18: coast. Uh, the I believe that the the, the Smith is, uh, is in. The eel's supposed to be in no later than Monday. The South Fork is one of my favorite drifts, and that river's really coming back numbers-wise and um, on these years where we don't see a ton of rain, the eel is a, is a great option. And it's such a big, long river, and it offers so much bank opportunity. I'm, I'm really surprised at the number of people that will be crowded up on, up on the, the Russian River below Dry Creek, where it's almost combat fishing on the, uh, on, on the weekends, particularly when there's a good little bite happening. Well, you can just drive a couple more hours north and have like 50 miles of river to pick, because it's it's wide open. That's it's not like here in Sonoma County on the Russian where it's all locked up with vineyards and everything, and access is is very limited. Up there, you can be driving up Highway 101 and you have access for for 40 miles.
1: Right, right.
18: And it's a, just a great little system to uh, to to toss row in. I'm a I'm a big row tosser. It's. What I've been doing uh, my entire life, I'm I'm good at it and I'm successful at it. And a lot of my friends now are tossing the the big beads and stuff like that. The you know the big like sixteen, eighteen millimeter soft beads. I'm seeing the guys have a lot of uh, success with that. But uh, you know, I'll go out, I'll try something different. And if I don't get bit on my first ten or fifteen casts, it's like I go right back to what I know.
1: There you have it. That's it's uh, that's great advice and. Uh, what else you got for us? We got about uh, about 30 seconds to wrap it up.
18: Um, we got some nice big tides coming up here. San Pablo Bay would be a great bet to go catch a, a sturgeon or a striper, and it's it's that uh, Super Bowl sturgeon derby is going off th- this weekend. So there's a lot of people out there in the Delta yeah. having a lot of fun. So I want to say the hi to all of them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Always uh, always fun, and I think in the 7 o'clock hour we'll be uh, kicking it off. They're old buddy Jay Lopes, so he'll be giving us a rundown uh, what's going on with the sturgeon as well. So always fun to, uh, to hook up with those guys. Mike Ogden, guys, com, Buddy, we will talk. And, uh, do you have to go pick up decoys or anything today?
18: uh i think we'll wait till next week i'm gonna be uh lazy
1: well casey stafford's looking for some help if you're up there in the area you can always go by. oh and help and him. i'm sure
18: james stone and all those guys are, are looking for help no
1: you don't if a,
18: if a duck guy calls you this time of year you don't pick this on he's up.
1: not calling to invite you on a hunting trip friends no it's a, hey buddy hey pal you have a pickup right
18: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: you got it mike ogney mike we'll talk buddy take care Thanks, guys. All right, guys. Well, we're going to be back in the 7 o'clock hour without Sep. Yeah, he's on the mend. Jay Lopes is going to be kicking it off. Talking Sturgeon, James Netzel, James Stone, Randy Pringle. We have a whole hour. You guys know how it works. We'll see you back here.
5: It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next...
8: I'm Bill Carr, editor of Western Outdoor News, and I'm asking for a moment of your time. Western Outdoor News has been around for 57 years and covers most every lake California. California special. We're all in this together, and your support and help is appreciated.
4: Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team?
0: Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts, starting at only eighty dollars for pheasant, quail, and chucker on two thousand acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only thirty minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports check them out on the web at quailpoint.com now here's owner david martin good morning
5: sportsmen quail point is now open for the 2019-2020 bird season we will be planting pheasants quail and chucker every wednesday through sunday from 8 to 3 till the end of march bird cards are available all season long and day shoots are always available it's still warm and dogs typically aren't conditioned for long hunts so remember to bring lots of water for your pup We recommend you carry a leash with you in the field and make your dog take several five-minute breaks during your hunt. If you have any questions or would like to make a reservation, please call or text to 530-735-6217 and check out quailpoint.com
17: specializing in ultralight live bait drifting for striped bass in the waterways of the northeast delta captain mike gravert of intimidate sport fishing takes you on a slow drift through the mocolomi river system to relax and enjoy the scenic beauty until fish on Blood-pumping adrenaline kicks in. Fishing the way it was meant to be. Captain Mike has the techniques and the where, when, and know-how to catch the Delta's premier game fit. For a great day of fishing in the Delta, you have to call Captain Mike. Intimidator Sport Fishing 916-806-3030 or IntimidatorSportfishing.com.
5: now it's time for the second hour and more of the award-winning california sportsman
1: with sep hendrickson hey guys we're back for the second hour Kent brown live in studio sep is uh and maryland out uh out with a little bug this uh this week and uh i think uh i think they'll be back next weekend i hope they're back next weekend we're not sure what's going on but we're gonna get by there's so much going on a lot happening uh, James Netzel's gonna be checking in with us from Donner Lake. I bet it's chilly on Donner Lake this morning. He's, uh, he's up there, uh, doing a little fishing. James Stone's gonna check in with us as well. Randy Pringle, Ed Legan has, uh, all the word on what's going on with the crappie up at, uh, Clear Lake. They've been hiding. We don't know where they are, but Ed's gonna tell us about that and the big, uh, and the big crappie tournament coming up. Uh, a little bit later in the month as well. Uh, Tim Anderson's got all kinds of stuff going on uh, with the Super Bowl cooking and youth hunts and late season goose hunts from Pacific Flyway Supply. We'll be talking to him. And uh, this is a big weekend for sturgeon fishermen uh, with all of the uh, Super Bowl sturgeon derbies going on. We thought we would uh, hop on board the right hook sport fishing uh, with Captain Jay Lopes and find out what's going on. What's going on, Captain Jay?
12: What's uh, up, Kent? How are you, buddy?
1: Good, I'll man. Sing. Good. You got to take me off speaker if you can. It sounds like we're talking through a Jack in the Box drive-through.
12: Well, I'm in my truck right now. Is that better?
1: A little bit. Uh, a little bit. Are you? Where are you headed, man? Well, you headed? You headed down to the bay?
12: Um, no. Actually, we uh, we take this weekend off. We took last weekend off as well with the other derby. Uh, we don't fish the derbies, yeah. Um, anymore. I mean, it's not that we don't support them. It's just it's a lot going on um, with the amount of boat pressure on the water and you know, especially this derby this week in Kent, there there this is the biggest sturgeon derby and there's gonna be boats from I don't know, all over the place coming to fish it. There's usually two you know probably a couple hundred boats on the water, so it's uh it's quite it's quite busy out there. So we take this weekend off. Some guys are fishing it. Uh, fishing's getting good. Um, so I expect big things to happen from the guys that are out there uh, today
1: and tomorrow. Exactly. And, and, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we haven't had a great deal of rain, although I, I went over to Sacramento the other day and it was flowing pretty high and muddy. Um, is that what, what kind of effect is that having, uh, on the Delta? Um, you know what,
12: it is down there a little ways. I noticed the same thing. Uh, the river is running up. Um, but, uh, once it gets down below Rio Vista, everything starts to widen out and it starts to disperse. Um, the water is kind of dark down there still and so here with the nice weather we had this week uh, we saw the water temps uh, really jump up last week it was in the you know, 48 49 degree range when i was out on thursday um, it was all the way up to 53 degrees yeah. so uh, the water temps are on the rise and it's like a you know, it's i don't see it going to go getting colder again um, i think it's just going to continue to rise and this is what we want for our spring fishing you know our striped bass and our sturgeon that's going to you know, the days are definitely getting longer. The fish didn't really feed that well through the winter when it got cold. I mean, they were, they were biting a little bit, but we are seeing increased bites here in the last week. And, uh, you know, any day now, I, like I say, probably be this week. And it, it seems like in the last couple of days, even when we were out this week, we saw increased bites. And I know a couple of guys were out yesterday. Um, they had really good, solid fish. And so uh, it's only going to get better and better. And the opportunities are going to be there if you you know want to put your time in i would say after the derby so you have it all to yourself instead <laughs> of anchoring up next to someone that you don't know
1: right so. yeah this is this is uh this is kind of like uh uh i don't know the the opener on the american on new year's day the trout opener in the eastern Sierras. this is that one day a year that it's kind of crazy isn't it yeah the
12: bake shops love it fishermen love it fishermen look forward to it you know we used to fish it and uh, we won it about eight years ago. And ever since I haven't fished then, I just dropped the mic and walked off the stage. And <laughs> this is a derby that we were always fishing, you know, my whole life growing up. And we won it, like you do with a group of clients. And uh, yeah. like I said, we haven't fished it. And uh, But there's a lot of great potential out there. And, I mean, it pays out big money. And, you know, there's some really, really good talent that fishes derby. And there's going to be a lot of fish caught. Yeah, for with, sure.
1: without a doubt. Without a doubt. So you're uh, you're taking the weekend off? You're not fishing? No,
12: we're not fishing. Uh, We should be uh, picking up decoys like you're asking, Mike, but we're not doing that. We're going to get ready for Super Bowl. Um, We're going to do some boat maintenance first part of the week because even traditionally, the fish are going to get hit so hard this week in Kent that Monday and Tuesday, the fish, I I used to fish after the derby, and the fishing would be kind of slow even with good tides. I think they've had so many anchors drug over them, and the the conditions just, you know, the boating pressure put them off the bite. And so we're going to start up midweek. Um, back on the water, and then we're getting ready to hit it hard here. You know, this is our favorite time of year. You know, we talked to a ton of people at the ISE show, and they asked, when do you? When should we come out? I tell them, you know, mid-February through March. And, you know, we're going to get ready to jump into this thing. The days are getting warmer. It's starting to feel like spring. I mean, I, yesterday, 70 degrees. I thought we were going striper this <laughs> I Fish. I know.
1: I yeah, know, but that's going to change next week. That's it's going to cool off next week, but just uh, a little
12: bit probably.
1: Huh? Yeah. But I mean, yesterday definitely felt like, gee, we should, uh, we should go fishing. And, and obviously a lot of folks had that idea. Cause like I said, there were, there were, uh, there were two boats at the gas station and I passed two on the way into the studio this morning. So, uh, there's uh there's a lot of folks with, uh, we need to go fishing on their mind for sure.
12: Yeah i I even t- trying to talk Alan Fong into taking me out on uh, on Wednesday, but I don't think it's going to happen. He's kind of hesitant when I asked him to take us, uh, me and Graver.
1: I wonder you why.
12: Know, he, uh, yeah, he like, catches a 48-inch striper to we go.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I'm not sure Graver's going to be able to make it. Sepp took a drink out of his coffee cup the other other week, uh, last week, and uh, and shared the bug with him.
19: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's my guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, Sepp thought he wasn't contagious any longer, and apparently he was. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's so Mike a has a voodoo doll that looks a lot like Sepp right now. That's funny. It's not pretty. That's funny. It's not pretty. <laughs> well, you're going to be hot and heavy, man. Tell the folks how to uh, how to climb on board the right hook, how to book a trip, and uh, and I know the days are limited.
12: Yes, they are. Um, but give us a call. We still have a few days open in February and March. But it's nine one six. 417-5670 and on the web at righthooksportfishing.com and check us out on Facebook. Um, yeah, give us a call. It's it, you know, get on your favorite boat, you know, call whoever you want to fish with and the fishing's going to be definitely worthwhile here with about
1: a week or so. Not so bad. Get on board, give them a call 916-417-5670 and uh, get a day on the books uh, with Jay Lopes and Right Hook Sport Fishing. Buddy, uh have a good weekend off and uh, hopefully by Wednesday you're back to work, okay?
12: All right, it sounds good. We'll be there.
1: All right, man, you got it. All right, bye-bye. I thought he might be down at that Sturgeon Derby, but apparently, you know, I guess when you win, you don't have to go back. That's that's always a pretty good deal. Stick around, guys. We'll be giving away uh, Gun Owners of California's 52 Guns in 52 Weeks. Raffle when we come back.
16: Some guides take you fishing. Very few guides take you to where the fishing is peaking at the best time of year. He's a beast. Bring him in. Steve Huber's guide service does just that. This year, Steve plans to fish the rivers that give his clients the best chance to catch salmon and steelhead. Rivers like the Chetco and its special permit zone, the Smith, Trinity, Klamath, and the Eel, just to name a few. And with Steve's new coastal operation, he'll be fishing out of Crescent City and Brookings for salmon, rockfish, and lingcod.
5: Look at that monster! <laughs>
16: When it's time to go fishing, make sure you're heading where they're biting with Steve Huber's Guide Service, professionalism at its best. Give them a call for more information at 866-531-FISH and check them out on the web at stevehuberguideservice.com.
13: Pratt Ford in Dixon. Find out more at ronduprattford.com or call toll free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place
15: else? If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all your angling needs. Thursday nights are seminar nights at all Fisherman Warehouse locations. Local experts and professional guides give seminars and demonstrations sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make novice and experienced anglers better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep-sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all.
5: And now, more California sportsmen with Sepp Hendrickson.
1: Ah, Like I told you, Sepp and Marilyn fighting off the flu bug. Hopefully they're uh, winning the fight. It is time to uh, announce the winner of Gun Owners of California, 52 Guns in 52 Weeks Raffle. Uh, But first, there's a message from our uh, friends at Gun Owners of California and from Senator H.L. Richardson's family uh, that kept their family in thoughts and prayers. Because of the passing of Senator Richardson, Uh, they wanted to make sure that uh, you know how much that meant uh, to all of them, you know, they, uh, they know that, uh, HL's uh, legacy was his fight to protect the Second Amendment and, uh, wanted you to know they've rededicated their lives to fighting to restore, defend, and protect the Second Amendment. If you want to learn more, uh, about Gun Owners of California or, uh, all the, uh, uh all the great things that Senator HL Richardson did in his life, go to the Gun Owners of California website, gunownersca.com. Uh, and check out the blog button, check out the website, uh, and for all the latest news and information. Winner number five, the 2020 Gun Owners of California, 52 Guns, 52 Weeks Raffle Ticket number 791, Glenn Tanamura of San Jose. Glenn, congratulations. You've got a Thompson Center TC Compass Bolt Action in 204 Ruger. Uh, they're going to be sending you down to Sportsman's Warehouse in Rockland Ranch, Cordova to do all the proper paperwork on that gun. Gun owners of California in their 45th year of fighting for your gun rights. Uh, if you're not a member, you need to be support gun owners of California. They're, uh, they're doing a great job up there. I don't know how cold it is, uh, at Donner Lake right now, but I got to tell you that it's probably a little chilly, uh, at Donner Lake. So we're going to, uh, we're going to go straight up there and hang out. Uh, with our old buddy James Netzel and, uh, he's on Donner this morning. I don't even know what he's doing. Is it, are you out of your mind? Hey, you, hey, James, you there? Hey, James, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, good. Hey, hey, we're doing a radio show down here. Thought you might want to jump on and join in with us.
7: Hey, my fingers are frozen.
1: It's I'm, cold up here. I'm telling you, it's got to be a little bit chilly on Donner this morning. How cold is it?
7: Uh, air temperature, I don't know, it's cold. Water temperature, <laughs> 39 degrees.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. So, what are you fishing for, man?
7: Uh, right now, we're fishing browns. We're speed trolling big plugs, uh, ripping them. Uh, we're going about four miles an hour, three and a half miles an hour, kind of shallow water, trying to stay away from these crazy people fishing on shore up here. But uh, hoping to get a big brown, and I think when the sun comes up we're gonna switch over to uh mackinac so i don't know I'm, what, I'm just i'm just riding today
1: yeah you're actually on a guide trip not running a guide trip correct
7: yeah it's it's nice being able to sit on my butt and do nothing
1: <laughs> so uh you you actually do uh you actually do when you're at a lot of the dinners you actually do purchase uh trips from other guides don't you
7: you better believe it i like i like you know I had clients to sit there and sleep on my boat. I want to see what the whole joy in that is.
1: <laughs> not such a bad deal. Not such a not bad deal. Sure. So who are you fishing with today?
7: Uh, I got Sean Rainsberger from Sean's Guide Service.
1: Cool. So uh, we're going to get an opportunity, you said, to talk to Sean. He's going to kind of give us a rundown of what you're doing up there at Donner? Might as well because he knows a lot about this a lot more than I do. Well, give him the phone. We're done with you already.
7: All right, here he is here.
1: All right, Sean. Sean Linesberger joins us this morning, uh, guiding James Netzel. Is he the only one crazy enough to be on Donner with you this morning, Sean?
7: Oh, no, but I invited him. <laughs> so he, he's, had me, he's had me out on his boat at and Sometimes we join up and fish together, look for fish, and pre-fished and so i wanted to return the favor he's, he's just a
1: great guy exactly exactly so you guys are uh speed trolling for big brown trout what are you uh what do you what are you pulling for the browns
7: um f18 Rapalus.
1: Did, did you get that yeah 18 Rapalus. yeah f18 right right cool um so you'll change over from the browns obviously you're not fishing real deep for the browns right now Fishing pretty close to the surface.
7: Yeah, at this speed, we're with 300 feet of line out. We're down 16, 17 feet. And so, it, yeah, it's pretty shallow.
1: And then, how deep will you will you will you switch over when you go to Mackinac? That'll be a that'll be a totally different program, right?
7: It will. We'll fish anywhere 50 to 120 feet
1: and uh and and change up what you're what you're trolling, or will you troll the same baits?
7: Uh, we will um, troll the same thing after a while uh, on the downriggers when the sun comes up, and you know, we'll put some different things out with the Rapalas, and then we'll we'll totally switch once the sun's a little bit further overhead and go slower
1: right right um is this something that goes on pretty much all spring at Donner or
7: it is a re- the best time of the year, yeah. Springtime's yeah. Springtime's also
1: the best. So you've got to, k- you got to kind of go up there and battle the battle the cold. But uh, but a good time to be up there. Um, it, the oh, worst, the worst, the weather is. The, does the bike get better?
7: It can. It can happen that way. I've caught them both both ways: bluebird days and, and uh, stormy, snowy weather, clouds, wind. Yeah. Um, Right now, we've got some Sierra Lily pads on the lake here. I'm watching as I'm steering. There's some ice.
1: <laughs> Sierra Lily pads—that's what you guys call it, huh? yeah. Oh, man, that, that's uh, that's definitely cold. Well. James Netzel on the water and, uh, always fun to, uh, to, uh, get out when you're not having to guide and you get to, uh, get to go with somebody else, which is, uh, uh, which is a good thing. So it's, uh, it's fun to, uh, to hook up. I can only imagine, uh, how cold it is. Um, Sean Rainsberger, Sean's guide service up there with James Netzel. Guys, uh, if you, uh, if you get a big one, check back in with me and, uh, and send me a, send me a brown trout photo, would you? We'll
7: do that. I also can't, uh. If anybody comes up here, they gotta remember the lake is low and you got about a foot foot of water before the end of the ramp. And you really gotta be it's kinda tricky to uh, launch your boat out here if you've never done it before.
1: Gotta be gotta be real careful. So uh definitely yeah. definitely keep that in mind. All right, James Netzel, tight lines guide service. James, uh stay warm, would you?
7: Oh, uh, i get I'm gonna get back by the
1: heater. There you go. We'll talk, buddy. Take care. Take care, bye bye. I don't think I'd have ever left the heater, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure. Hey, here's another guy that's probably looking for, uh, any, uh, any friends that are available with a pickup truck and a pair of waiters. It's decoy picking up day, uh, from the NorCal Guides and Sportsman's Association, our old buddy James Stone. Uh, you know, Casey Stafford was looking for volunteers. Are you, uh, the same, Neil?
20: Yeah, I definitely am looking for people to help. We're, uh, we're going to leave here in about 10 minutes and we're going to start picking up, uh, we've been picking up all week and, uh, we've got about three more guidelines left and then, uh, comes time to start scouting for geese for next week. Yeah, big, uh, big
1: week next week. Kind of a, a confusing week with, uh, with the, with the junior youth hunt, uh, the late season goose hunt, everything coinciding with each other. It's, uh, a, a little bit confusing.
20: It's definitely going to give people a lot of opportunity to do uh, many different things. I know there's been some people that were kind of a little bit upset about it, but it's, uh, you know, basic. It's just what happened this year because um, of the extension of the five extra days of duck season. And this will be the only year that they overlap. And next year it'll go back to normal. Right. Uh, But this year it actually might be an interesting thing. A lot of us are kind of excited about it because, if everyone's on the refuges or on, on on land shooting ducks and stuff, that will stir the geese up a little bit. So it might make it better for everyone.
1: What's the uh, you know? I drove up uh, through the valley the other day, and uh, and obviously a lot of specks and snows still uh, up around the Sacramento and Delavan refuge areas. But what's uh, what's the outlook for that late season goose hunt?
20: It's starting to look really good. We've got a lot of geese in Sutter. There's a lot of geese down in the Sacramento Basin near the airport. There's a lot of geese. Um, moving up north, um, starting to move through the Calusa Maxwell area, like you're talking. Richville's got geese, Gridley's got geese. So we're seeing them everywhere. Um, yeah. It's actually it's actually shaping up to be one of the better um, population um, you know, while they're right here in the balance of the state north of Sacramento um, in in the last uh, three to four years. so we're we're expecting a real big season. Um, you know, we got a couple of guides that uh, decided to stay home from steelhead fishing this year so that we're going to have a few more opportunities. So we've got some openings on uh, the 8th and 9th and uh, 10th, and uh, people can get out if they want to and uh, try to get an opportunity on private land with a big spread and try to hopefully uh, be successful and kill some geese.
1: What's the best way to get a hold of you on that? For them, they can just reach
20: me at the cell phone at 530-923-9440. Or oh, find me at elitesportsman.com or on Facebook, Elite Sportsman Guide Service.
1: That's always easy to find. All right, buddy, let's talk. Um, I know you've been busy with the Norcal Guides of Sportsman's Association, a salmon meeting the other day. And, uh, and I know we're, uh, we're coming up on that, uh, that commission meeting where they're going to make the decisions on the, or are supposed to make the decisions on the, uh, the striper and largemouth bass, uh, regulations for the okay. California Delta. And, uh, what's the prognosis? What do you know?
20: Well, I can tell you that I've been sitting, uh, sitting in the forefront and, uh, trying to lead the coalition against, uh, you know, fighting for the removal of the protections of the striped bass. As you know, you were at the, the last commission meeting and everything. And, uh, at the end of that commission meeting, the commissioners decided to move the commission meeting from February 5th and 6th, which was the date that everyone had planned for months. And then they moved it to the 20th and 21st and they moved the inland to the second day which is now on the 21st at 8 a.m. we're agenda item number 24 and that agenda item is for the adoption of the delta fisheries management policy which is the new policy going into place and then the amendment they're calling it now of the 1996 striped bass policy you know, we've, we've been fighting, um, from the coalition, from NorCal Guides Sportsman's Association, um, along with many partners, um, such as California Striped Bass Association, Allied Sport Fishing Groups, which contains over 40,000 anglers between fly, fly anglers and all of the sponsors, um, that are, that are engaged in this product, uh, project and tackle store owners and everything else. And, uh. I can't. I don't have time to list them all, but there's a lot of people out there that are really fighting for your fisheries and trying to protect them, and uh, you know they're working directly with us and the commission and the department to try to find a, a simple solution for all of us to be happy. And you know all we've done is we've been giving we've been giving um, up things. Um, for example, in the Delta Fisheries Management Policy, we felt that we got the policy to a point. At the last commission meeting that was fair for all parties involved, bearing that the 96 policy still stays intact with a numeric target of a minimum of a management goal of 1.1 million adult striped bass, which would be 18 inches or larger. And the number three and number four on the striped bass policy, which calls for an enhancement of up to the 89 recommendation of 3 million adults. We were will, willing to succeed that, and, and agree that that's probably never going to happen. So we, we, we actually, you know, we we said, okay, you could remove that out of that that part of the policy. Right. Also, you can remove number four out of the policy, which states that we're never going to have net pens again, we're never going to have hatcheries again, and you're not going to try to artificially boost the population, which. In truth, is what many of us want to see happen. We want to go back to those days, but they won't, even though we all paid for it with the striped bass stamp. And even though no one knows where all that money went, including 20% of that money was supposed to go towards salmon habitat to help salmon and stripers you know, both succeed. Right. And um, that, that never happened, to our knowledge. We've asked about the specific projects that happened from that in the past. We've never seen it. But getting back to the 96 policy, a lot of people worked very hard back 25 years ago on this policy to try to protect our striped bass, which have now been in the Delta, as you know, for 140 years, 141 years, and they've coexisted with salmon. We're seeing a direct decline. You're going to see us release new charts and graphs here in the next week about the decline of all species in the Delta, including largemouth bass including striped bass and salmon and steelhead and shad and sturgeon and seeing everything's declining. So there's only one common denominator from that, and that's obviously water exports south of the delta. And if we're not keeping our delta healthy, we're going to have problems with everything. And the most recent study from Dr. Peter Moyle from UC Davis showed that striped bass are the most important species. He actually calls them The indicator species and if they're not doing well nothing's going to do well and that's really scary and and that's a a great paper to read you can find that on our on our site or on our page but getting back to the actual commission meeting on the 21st what's going to happen is the commission the five commissioners are going to decide Um, a lot of us believe that their decision is already made up Um, Of what they're going to decide right, but they told us in the last meeting last week, which was a conference call between Commission staff the proponents coalition for a sustainable Delta Metropolitan Water District and Westlands Water District and um, agricultural interest and um, uh, Population interest from from like big cities down there and in that meeting Um, With us and them and the staff and CDFW, there was 24 people, and everyone that was in the room, the four proponents just kept arguing that we have to send the water to them because they're bigger than we are up here. And although we only have, you know, I think they said we have 10 or 12 million people north of the Delta or in the Delta region north, they have 25 to, to 30 million, and so they need more water. Even though you know you, you can only run so much water down the system until everything everyone's affected, right? And we're mm-hmm. obviously seeing that. So that was their biggest argument, and they basically came out straight and told the truth that this this they need they need they need water, and they said that striped bass are affecting the salmon population so much. These stripers and largemouth are eating everything in the Delta, and all these things are dying because of the stripers, and that's the that's the reason. So their whole logic and their pseudoscience that they've paid and bought for and spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on to produce this – we call it pseudoscience. They, they, where a pseudoscience is where you, you call up a scientist and say, here's the objective. Here's the conclusion. Now, you write the paper that shows my conclusion, right. and that's what's going on nowadays. <laughs> and they are basically producing these documents so that they can prove to the commission that striped bass are the, are the scapefish. They're the, they're the ones that are causing all the problems, so let's eliminate them. And then the salmon will flourish, and then they can pump more water south. So that's their narrative. And, uh, <laughs> they're we're, a little we're off just, base. We're just – Yeah, yeah, kid, you know that. We're not, we're not believing that. We're not buying that. And so the final straw where Dr. David Ostrak said, um, a a famous line, as he told the commission executive director, Melissa Hansen, very politely, but he says, listen, you try to remove the numeric target of 1.1 million, which is what I told David myself. If you try to remove that line, that's where we draw a line in the sand. We are not going to stand here and allow you to just completely gut the policy because we've gained nothing, and that's what I tell everyone. We've gained not one ounce of help for our fisheries with the new Delta Fisheries Management Policy. It's only going to hurt us, and we have not gained one ounce of help with the new amendment in the 96 policy. we prevented it from being repealed over the last year, which is good. However, we haven't gained anything Um, In the actual policy, in the actual wording. And so they're saying the staff says, commission staff, the commissioners, and the department, all three entities, and the proponents are all saying no numeric targets. Take all the numbers out. You don't need numbers in a policy. We can manage without numbers. However, the coalition feels – that that is absolutely incorrect we feel that that numeric target is the only way to hold the department and the commission accountable well if we have we have to hold target, them. yeah we have to
1: hold them accountable for sure and guys that meeting has been moved the uh the inland uh to february 21st 8am here in sacramento uh james where can they kind of stay up to date on everything that's going on the best place for uh, for for our listeners to uh uh keep an eye on what's
20: happening uh, thanks, Kent. We we probably just send you right to our Facebook page, which is NorCal Guides and Sportsman's Association. I'll be doing some updates live this week coming up and next week. We should hope to have another call to see if we can have any leg room or wiggle room between now and the 21st on this numeric target. But I can just tell you, the 20th, the 20th through the 21st is one of the busiest weekends. There's two fly fishing shows, the Chico Expo Show, Rowdy Creek Fish Hatchery Derby up on the north coast and the commission in Sacramento. And there's two other events, private events and a derby. Yeah. So between everything that's going on, our anglers are so busy on the 21st that I I don't expect to see many people there at the commission. Mm-hmm. But like I said, we're hoping to tell you what's going to happen at the commission meeting before it even happens. So stay up to date with us, try to follow us or you can – reach out to uh, one of our leadership teams or one of the people on the coalition, and we should hopefully be able to inform you, and we'll bring it back to the radio definitely the week before the the commission meeting to give you an update.
1: You got it. James Stone, NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association. Buddy, appreciate all the great information. Uh, We got to bail out of here. We're way over time. Thank you, Kent. Have a great weekend. James Stone, guys, appreciate it. We better jump
16: into a break and try to play catch-up. it. Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707 655 6736 Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got
0: hooked up? Outdoor Adventures, the exclusive guide service for the Calusa Indian community and Calusa Casino Resort, offers full-service fishing and hunting trips for waterfowl, big game, upland game birds, and exciting sport fishing trips. Managed by Casey and Regina Stafford, Outdoor Adventures offers close-to-home, action-packed, guided trips in the North Valley. At Outdoor Adventures, you're always priority one. Whether you're at the 5,000-acre Premier Duck Club, stalking wild hogs, or shooting dove, turkey, or pheasant on private ranches, the professional and experienced team at Outdoor Adventures offers the best of the outdoors. Call now to book your adventure, 530-458-8730. Outdoor Adventures and Calusa Casino Resort, where the fun never stops. Providing deluxe accommodations, enjoyable entertainment, exceptional dining choices, and fantastic hunting and fishing opportunities. Check them out on the web at hunt-fish-game.com. That's hunt-fish-game.com.
17: is pay attention and then go fishing
1: joining us this morning in our pure fishing pro staff tip of the week is our old buddy randy pringle not in a duck blind finally Uh, he's gonna have to get back to work what's going on rp
21: hey you know uh the duck blind was fine and now is back to um getting the fishing rods and reels all ready to go and there's a lot of people out there that's already done it but there are the people who just like the weather, you know, they don't want to go out there in the rain. They don't want to go out there in the cold. And so January is one of those things that it's all about football. It's not about fishing. Yeah. So your pro staff tip of the week for the Berkeley Pure Fishing Brotherhood is fishing line. You've got multiple different type of fishing lines in the Pure Fishing. You've got floor garbage, which sinks. You've got mono, which floats. And then you've got braid which can fish the heavy cover pick the line for the solution of fishing that you want to fish and do not and i repeat do not do what everybody that's gone on my boat does and i mean everybody i don't know why my top water lure is just not working right i look at the line throw it in the water and i go it's oh, fluorocarbon it's
1: fluorocarbon it's <laughs> sinking that's why it doesn't
21: work so well you know what
1: I've I've picked up rods before when you're just gonna run out to the lake for a few hours. You tie that topwater bait on in the summer and you're like, Oh man. This was I've was done supposed it. to be Everybody's done it. this was supposed to be big game. It wasn't supposed to be hundred percent fluorocarbon.
21: Exactly. And it's done all the time. I've right. done it. So what I like to do all the time is I take my reels off and of then you can actually take your reels down too. Sacramento, and they can go through all your Abu Garcias, clean them up, get them ready for the year, and then get your reel, strip them down, and come back out and go, okay, this reel is a 7.1, an 8.1. This one is a rocket reel. I'm going to throw a topwater with that rocket reel. I'm going to put on a topwater rod. It's got a little soft movement to it, and it'll hold up. They're perfect. I'm going to put some 15-pound big game on it. I'm ready to go. That rod's done. Put it aside. Yeah, just go right down the line and go, Bing, Bing, Bing. And if you don't have enough rods and reels, I guarantee your Fisherman's Warehouse friends can take care of all those needs too.
1: Yeah, they have some that need to find a home, so it won't be such a bad. They job.
21: do. Yeah. They, you can hear them when you walk through it. Yeah, <laughs> take,
1: take me home, take me home. Well, take that's home. <laughs> well, that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, always fun to hook up with our buddy Randy Pringle. And uh, you want to get involved in some bass tournaments? uh there is no better time than right now to look into the best bass tournaments randy's tournament circuit that uh, yes it's coming up man we're gonna have some fun yeah there's gonna be some big ones caught for sure so uh the bite is pretty good over there from what everybody's telling me so definitely uh get signed up get uh hooked up learn about that and you can always uh figure out all of the great products coming from our friends at pure fishing uh online as well what's the best website to go
21: there randy you can go Best Bass Tournaments, you know, BBT, you know, it's uh, BestBassTournaments.com or FishBBT.com, and just go right there and plug it in. And it's an easy website to navigate, pick a tournament you want to fish, log in, and let's go fishing. You got it. Randy
1: Pringle, our Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Buddy, go back to sleep. <laughs> Okay, brother. <laughs> we'll talk soon. Always fun to hook up with Randy. Duck season's over, and he didn't quite run in tournaments. It's the only weekend of the year that he gets off. Uh, where are we going next? We should go to Ed Legan. Let's do that. Let's uh, go to Clear Lake. He was on the water yesterday looking for some crappie. I hope he found him. Uh, joining us from Clear Lake, our buddy Ed Legan. What's going on, Ed?
19: Morning, Kent. Uh Did Weather's you... great here. A lot of pressure on the lake uh, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. what, what I'm finding right now, these fish are in open water. I'm um, in 30 foot of water, finding suspended crappie. But one thing I did notice uh, in the last two weeks, we're starting to see if the weather turn a little bit. It's, it's improving. But the uh, the shad that we used to have on this lake and the uh, spots that I've found them in the past, they're not there now. Yeah. It's amazing. I probably went 25 miles yesterday looking for uh, bait fish, shad, and I didn't find it. You, did it's we did they
1: have a die off in the lake, or are they just in different areas you
19: think i I think uh I don't know what it is right now. I think we had a die off somewhat I, the pelicans are down here in forest the, the egrets the uh, grebes, yeah. and it's it's everywhere and now you can't find that. It's hard to find them but the last thing I heard was up in uh Rodman Slough there's a big population of shad up there, right, and I didn't make it that I didn't make it that far.
1: Um, Clear Lake's fishing really well. Guys are, uh, are chasing the bass around up there, but it, uh, it just seems to be the big question this year is where's the crappie, where's the crappie. And, and you've got the, uh, you run the big, uh, Clear Lake, uh, crappie tournaments and, uh, you've kind of bumped them back a little later in the year, uh, kicking, uh, the first one off February 22nd. You're kind of, you're kind of pushed it back a little bit for hopes of a lot better fishing.
19: Yeah, that's true. Last year, it was just un- unbelievable how many people we had coming to this lake. Uh, Dale, one of the favorite spots here. You could go over there at uh, this time of year, and there was 40 boats out there, and they're all catching fish. I went there yesterday, and there's not a crappie to be found there. <laughs> so and that, I, Pirates Cove, I went over there. I went everywhere. Like I said, 20, 25 miles looking for them. And then I finally found them in open water with my death finders. So right. the key is look, keep looking for these fish. Uh, they're suspended deep water, thirty feet, and they're like fifteen to twenty. Right. And you'll find that school, and then you can just whack them.
1: So they haven't left. They haven't left. They're no. still around. Still pretty good size too. Like I mean, last year oh, we yes. were seeing a lot of really good size crappie.
19: Yes. Last year it took a two pound average uh, just to be in the top ten. Ten fish. The winning weight, I believe, was like twenty-two, thirty-two. Uh, and that that was pretty impressive. And all the weights for the four tournaments were in the twenty pound range: twenty one, thirty five. I think it was twenty one forty, the twenty two, thirty two. It was amazing. Are you gonna? And I, I
4: it to,
1: go ahead. Are you gonna limit the number of teams signing up for the uh, for the uh, crappie tournaments?
19: No, I, I did last year at fifty, and we right. had to turn both away. I'm not gonna do that this year. Right. The biggest change I've had this year is there's last year I had it only yeah, you couldn't uh, you can could only pre fish on Friday. Right. Now it's completely open. Come up here and fish all week, find the fish, enter the tournament. And the other change I made was uh, no guides can fish this year on this, uh, in the crappie event. And I wanted to make it so the weekend guys had a chance to win. Exactly. The weekend Yeah. The, yeah.
1: Well, guys, they're kicking off February 22nd. Clear Lake uh, crappie tournament, and uh, that would be uh, $60 per team. 100% payout, um, You know, $1,000 to win based on 50 boats showing up. So that's pretty good payback. Uh, it's a 10-fish limit. You're going to weigh all 10 fish. Um, so it's, a, it's always a, a, a good event up there and a lot of good fishing. You guys can sign up at Limit Out Bait and Tackle or Lakeport Bait and Tackle up in Clear Lake, uh, and they'll uh, get you all squared away. And uh, what's, uh, if, uh, if somebody wants to get more information, where can they find it?
19: Find it on go, – go to the Facebook page and just type in Clear Lake Crappie, and it will take you to the, web, uh, the the page, and then you can leave a message on there. Please join. Uh, And then you'll find uh, all the information you need, or you can call me at 702-497-8938. I'll repeat that one more time, 702-497-8938.
1: There you have it, guys. Ed Legan from uh, Clear Lake, uh, the Clear Lake California's crappie tournament coming up February 22nd. And you've got uh, a whole whole schedule of events coming up. Uh, The February one's just the first one, correct? Correct. Good deal. All right, guys. Well, like, get up there. They're uh, a little harder to find, but uh, but you'll be able to find them. Uh, the the crappie are definitely up there, buddy. We will uh, we'll talk soon. Uh, appreciate you checking in with us,
19: Ken. Yeah, thank you so much.
1: You got it, Ed legan, guys from uh, the Clear Lake Crappie Tournament.
3: For over 25 years, fishkevinbrock.com has offered anglers quality guided fishing experiences throughout Northern California for salmon, steelhead, stripers, and more. Now we've expanded fishkevinbrock.com to offer you the best in social media and the latest products to help you catch more fish. Check this out, fishkevinbrock.com. Stay in touch through social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You'll find up-to-date advice, photos, and videos of our latest guided trips in addition to our preferred selection of tackle and techniques. FishKevinbrock.com. Our new online store includes locally made products and colors that work and are not readily available in tackle shops. Get the tackle that works from the guides that use it. Seasonal products that work, hand-poured swim baits, custom-painted lures, and more that you can't buy anywhere else. Our goal at FishKevinbrock.com is to inspire educate entertain and help anglers catch as many fish as possible fish now much more than a fishing guide check us out at that's right fish
0: get a clue You can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue.
1: Hey, Maryland's out with Seth recuperating from the bug. Uh, But we did want to remind you not to forget next Saturday and Sunday, uh, two things going on, actually. The youth waterfowl hunt. The uh, uh, youth waterfowl hunt going on throughout the balance of the state here in California. Uh, You guys can uh, get the kids out there. And also, the late season snow and, uh, and, uh, white front speckle belly hunt. So, uh, you, uh, you adults can shoot geese while you're on, uh, the, uh, the youth duck hunt next weekend. Can't shoot ducks, but you can shoot geese, but a great opportunity to get the kids out there. They are going to need, uh, all the licenses, all the, uh, all the stamps that they would need if they're over 16, but uh, a great opportunity to uh, get the junior hunters out there, uh, for the junior hunt, waterfowl hunt and the late season goose hunt. It's not over. Uh, there's still some opportunities to get out there and enjoy a little late season waterfowl hunting.
0: You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's Sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville.
15: Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield.
0: Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, home annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the Internet at MantecaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new. units there's no need to look any further
14: we're not the biggest we're the nicest the Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca!
0: Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at Seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com and all shows are archived there too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the internet anywhere in the world with our new high definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8 now there's no reason to miss a single show
5: and now more California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson
1: hey it's a beautiful uh, saturday it looks like it's shaping up to be uh, to get out on the water and that's exactly where we're going we're going to we're going to find out uh, we found out where the crappie might be hiding over at clear lake we're going to find out where they might be hiding uh, over at Lake Barriessa, from our uh, our crappie expert, uh, Jim Saitchow. Jim joins us this morning. He's supposed to be live on the water at Berriessa. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Kim. How are you today? Good. Are you uh, are you over on Berriessa this morning?
14: Yeah, we're we're here, kind of driving around a bit. We uh, we've been to Mark's, but we haven't gotten on the line yet.
1: Well, you're uh, you were just waiting for the radio show, right? Then you then you'll get so, real serious. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know what? We we talked to Ed Lee and uh about uh you know about Clear Lake and what's going on up there and obviously the clear the, the crappie have been hiding pretty well at Clear Lake uh so far this winter. What what about Berryessa? That kinda uh that's kind of a, a sleeper crappie lake. A lot of folks don't go to Berryessa to crappie fish.
14: Um actually quite a bit of people do. We just don't know about it because nobody ever, you know, reports on what what they do up here. Yeah. Um, especially with the crappie, you know. But uh, yeah, quite a few people come here and special copy, too. Yeah,
1: is it a is it a main lake deal? You know, down in the canyon, up in the creeks. What's the what's the best areas to kind of look for them?
14: Um, to me, they're up in the creeks, but in deep water. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always like between thirty and forty feet. Some some are even deeper than that, fifty to sixty feet. So they're they're right, right now. Look at the water temp; came up a couple degrees here. So, but they're still pretty deep, the ones that uh, I'm seeing so far.
1: Is that, uh, is that pretty common that a lot of the folks kind of miss them because they're not fishing deep enough?
14: Yes. Um, I think a lot of people, they try to fish between 20 and 30 feet, uh, but they're down almost to the bottom, you know, to the floor actually. Right. So the ones that we're marking now, they're forty feet in 40 feet of water. So, you know, they're hanging out on the, on the very bottom.
1: What uh, what baits are you fishing for them, um, at those
14: depths? Um, I'm using uh, like a double jig setup, like got two 116-ounce jig heads. You just got to let it go for quite a while until it hits the bottom.
1: Right. got to have some patience to fish that light of bait that deep. Y- yeah.
14: <laughs> yes, you do.
1: And hope the wind isn't blowing, right?
14: Actually, the wind's not bad. Uh, yeah. We got about uh, five miles an hour right now it's really foggy yeah. but um so far it's pretty nice
1: have you have you been catching a lot of uh, a lot of crappie over there uh
14: not this year um but last year in the fall i, I was catching them but uh not this year yet yeah
1: yeah well jim says guys always our uh, local crappie expert keeps us up to date uh you guys still do a lot with youtube as well don't you
14: yeah, we, we still do. Yeah, what, we still try to post weekly. Where's the
1: best place to catch you guys at? What's your YouTube page?
14: It's uh, uh, on YouTube. It's uh, Fishing Attic. Fishing Attic?
1: Good good, yep. good place to catch you, buddy. I hope you guys have a great day over at Barry S. It looks like it's going to be a good day to be there anyway, so.
14: Yeah, if nothing else, it'd be a beautiful day out here. Right. You, thank you, Ken.
1: Uh, you bet. Uh, Jim say ciao. Over there, uh, chasing crappie around Lake Barryessa. Uh, you know what? Super Bowl weekend. Everybody's getting ready for Super Bowl parties. Uh, late season waterfowl hunts. This guy is gonna be busy. Uh, and if you're not sure, uh, you know, you're needing some supplies for your, uh, Super Bowl cooking, Pacific Flyway Supplies. has it all? Join us this morning, Tim Anderson. Uh, you know, a lot of guys looking for friends to pick up decoys. Are you, uh, are you one of them?
22: I am one of them. We I'm headed to uh my little hunting club to go pick up decoys as we speak. So it's uh beautiful day. It's not raining, so uh it should be uh should go quick hopefully.
1: Well, for a lot of guys who are picking up decoys, I noticed that you had uh you had some new uh decoy uh not new, but the decoy cleaner that everybody uh, is always looking for this time of year. I saw you uh making sure you had a big supply of that.
22: Yeah, I just got a supply in just yesterday shipment of that stuff so mix it up in a couple gallons of water and spray in our decoys and let it sit and then hose it off real simple get that stuff cleaned up decoys retied i've got crimps lead weights cord, decoy bags all that fun stuff we get to take care of now that way uh when it comes october you can go deer hunting you don't have to worry about restringing decoys you can restring (laughs) the new ones you bought over the season so
1: right exactly exactly right do you have a sun speaker
22: yeah,
1: you, you switch off off. Yeah, you, once again, you guys got me sounding like <laughs> I'm going to drive-through to Jack in the Box. No, it's all good.
22: I uh, got you on the Chuck phone. How, free. Yeah,
1: no, there. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I know how it is. I know how it is. Hey, buddy, we, uh, you know, a lot of folks getting ready for uh, uh, Super Bowl, and obviously, uh, you guys are kind of the uh, Green Mountain Grill, uh, slow cooking, spice. There, uh, you got it all.
22: We got it all. Just got a new shipment of spices and rubs in this week so uh we're restocked on all that good stuff barbecue sauce from five monkeys all the meat church all that good stuff from those guys so we're ready to go for well, uh, super well cooked cooking a pork butt we got pellets all that good
1: stuff well a lot of the folks that uh, now is the time of year they start uh, they start dealing with the with the the waterfowl that they've uh, uh they've got in the freezer they're ready to go and uh, this is a time of year where they start making jerky they start making uh sticks they do all that other fun stuff and uh, I don't think I've been anywhere that has the selection of uh, of all the different marinade spices, you know, everything that you need to do it uh, better than you guys do down at Pacific Flyway Supplies.
22: Yeah, and and we're going to expand on that category going forward. Uh met a couple vendors that's actually at SHOT Show, uh, actually have some local ties with uh, Dehydrator and some, some stuff like that. So Smoke and Dehydrator, we're going to add it that category here, uh, hopefully pretty soon. So. Just keep expanding and, and, growing that category. It's, uh, you gotta kill them and then you gotta grill them. So it's, uh, move forward and, and, uh, get everyone taken care of in the off season. They can, uh, enjoy their harvest.
1: Exactly. And, uh, you know, we, we talk about waterfowl season being over, but it's really not. We've got the youth hunt next weekend, uh, and late season goose hunt going on, which, uh, always, uh, gets a lot of interest. And, uh, and you still see guys come in just for that late season goose hunt, want to buy, uh, a bunch of white decoys, don't they?
22: Oh, it's crazy. I, <laughs> I always think it's so funny. They wait for the last five days to do it. But uh, I guess <laughs> if you're going to wait that long to do it, then uh, have at it. I, I think uh, I think for right now, the weather uh, those guys have predicted looks pretty good with some north wind and whatnot. So I think guys are going to hopefully get into them and, and uh, put a dent in them, white geese, uh, whatnot. So it's a little tough to uh, traffic them right now, I think, just from uh, with the season ending and having a little bit, extended on the waterfowl side with the ducks and uh going forward i think that maybe if we keep the sunshine up the birds will transition from just the dry fields over to uh some green pastures and like that so right. probably the birds that I, I talked to some guys south delta north delta area <clears throat> seem like those birds have blown out uh later in the season now have pushed back in over the past couple of days so we'll see what actually happens uh we still got a uh, week to go to scout and figure out where these birds are going to do and how they're going to do it. So sunshine will keep them, keep them active, moving around, so be able to kind of get a target on them. So.
21: Yeah, exactly.
1: And uh, and you've got uh, a few days to scout the birds and kind of figure out where they're going and, uh, and uh, talk to, uh, you know, James Stone said he still had a couple of spaces available uh, with the Elite Sportsman Guide Service on the goose hunt, so uh, some opportunities there. Um, as well, let's talk real quick about ammo. Uh, you know, this is uh, this is not a time of year that uh, the guys start thinking they're going to stock up on a lot of ammo, but it's a good opportunity for them to save some money.
22: Absolutely, that's a great topic. I uh, I've got uh, some two or three quarter uh, steel, some pheasant uh, dove loads. You know, come in stocks. So great time to you know stock up on that item, especially with the season ending. You know, right. pricing from <clears throat> from twenty twenty is going to increase here. I'm sure of it. It happens every year, basically January, February. So I've got plenty of ammo in stock. I think I've got about 150, almost 200 cases left from waterfowl season. So come get it now uh, before we see the 2020 fall pricing uh, hit and then we're going to see those pricing increases. So save some money. Uh, We've got that. And then I'm bringing in a few new options for, uh, you know, for the, the range guys, you know. Right, you know, come take out the uh, the ARs, the two two threes, go shoot some coyotes, all that kind of stuff. So <clears throat> I've got some range ammo coming in, uh, some pistol ammo, uh, and gonna have some opportunities on that stuff here. Probably likely to see that stuff here in the next three four weeks, uh, depending on how fast all the new stuff can get out of the manufacturers' warehouses and that stuff from what happened at shot show. So some great opportunities for uh, guys to get a get a great deal.
1: Well, the, the season may be coming to an end, but uh, never. Never comes to an end at Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon, right there, uh North Lincoln Street, right down the street from Godfish and Marine, Ron DePratford, right on Power Sports, all our friends down there. You can get it all accomplished uh right there in Dixon. Buddy, appreciate it. And uh and as always, uh appreciate you making sure you call in and uh and checking in with us. You guys are looking for uh to get all hooked up on your Super Bowl uh grilling and uh smoking and barbecue and all that fun stuff. The place to start is Pacific Flyway supplies. Tim, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you sir. All right man. Well, we got through it. Uh Jay Mars in the other studio. We got through it. We uh we bailed Sep and Marilyn out. Uh we are hoping that they are feeling better. I know we pick on Sep a lot cuz Uh, well, it's fun to do that a lot, especially when he's not here to defend himself. Uh, but, uh, but he, he does have a a pretty ugly bug from what he tells me, uh, in Maryland too. So I hope you guys are feeling better and we'll, uh, have you in studio next week. If not, we will capably fill in for you one more week. Uh, we'll be able to handle it. So a lot going on the youth waterfowl hunt. Make sure that you're uh, up to speed on that, um, Make sure that you have the uh, 21st circled uh, on your calendar for the uh, California Department of Fish and Wildlife Commission, the striper decision, uh, or uh, at least make sure that you're paying attention to the NorCal Guides and Sportsman's Association. James Stone and the crew will do that. Super Bowl Sunday. Make sure you guys uh, uh, take advantage of that by either being fishing somewhere where there's not going to be a big crowd or uh, on the couch wearing your Niner Chief hat, whichever happens to work, and yeah, I said either one, but I know we're here in Northern Cal, we better root for the Niners I guess. We'll see you guys on the water.
0: We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman. Give us a call at 707-452-8595 or email us at sepp at sepps.com. And for information on fishing and hunting, guided trips and more, visit us on the internet at sepps.com. And be sure to like us on Facebook and sign up for our weekly outdoor connection. California Sportsman is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment.